0: Hello and welcome to Studio RC, your daily encouragement for your recovery and your faith. My name is Pastor Max and I am an alcoholic and I'm also a believer and I'm sober today because of the program of the 12-Step Fellowship. Today we are going to talk about relationships. Now relationships, one of the main things that recovery deals with is relationships Um, broken relationships, strained relationships. So often many of our relationships when we come into uh, recovery are tattered. Um, They have been dysfunctional, they have been damaged and so um, that's one of the things we want to look at. As we look throughout the the recovery literature there are two different kind of relationships it talks about. It talks about our relationship with others and it re- talks about our relationship with God. And so um, we're going to start out looking at our relationships with others. So let me just share with you some of the, uh, the encouragement that you can find uh, in some of the recovery literature. The first passage comes from the big book, Working With Others. Um, if our old relationship is to be resumed, it must be on a better basis since the former did not work. How many of our former relationships didn't work for whatever reason? And a lot of times there was a lot of blame, at least on this side. Now, you could have two uh, unhealthy people together, and so both sides of the street may be uh, not clean, but we want to clean our side of the street. When I was in early sobriety, there was an older woman who would, uh, she would take out her key, kind of like grandmotherly, and she would, anytime anyone was even remotely thinking, you know, getting in a relationship or uh, love on, you know, recovery campus, um, she would take out the key and she would kind of hit you in the arm and say, two sickies don't make a welly, um, and how true that is. But we tried it anyways, and we tried to see if we could help uh, help one another find uh, some of that health and sometimes we were able to do that but a lot of times relationships were not um, the thing that brought about health the steps helped bring about health uh, not uh, relationships with other people another uh, thought uh, from and this is from the step book and it's it's in regards to the eighth step the moment we ponder a twisted or broken relationship with another person our emotions go on the defensive um, if, if we have to look at any relationship and, and it, a twisted or broken, we, we get defensive. We're, you know, we, we put up our, our, our guard. We don't want to be uh, responsible or we, we're quick to tell you what they did. And, and so we're, it's, it makes us uncomfortable. And it's hard for us to realize or truly uh, gauge what we've done. So we don't want to be defensive. That's not how we want to live our lives. And living a sober life is not living a defensive life. Um, It's being able to live in harmony with other people. Now, that won't happen necessarily right away, but that's the goal is to live in harmony. But the the truth is, and this is again underscored in the big book of AA, it is a lifetime process. Excuse me. We were having trouble with personal relationships. We couldn't control our emotional natures. We were a prey to misery and depression. We couldn't make a living. We had a feeling of uselessness. We were full of fear. We were unhappy. We couldn't seem to be of real help to other people. Wah, wah, wah. It's a bummer. But these words remind us that um, we have problems that are more than simply drugs or alcohol. That drugs and alcohol are only a symptom of something that is a a much more pervasive nature that's going on inside of us, that is dealt with in the steps. When we stop drinking and when we stop using, we begin this lifetime process of recovery from our unruly emotions, our painful relationships, and our unmanageable situations. When we begin working the steps, Um, and the, the program as it is laid out, many of these tangled threads unravel. Little by little, the most broken places of our lives start to straighten out. One day at a time, almost imperceptibly, we begin to heal. Like a thermostat being turned down, our fears diminish. We begin to experience moments of contentment our emotions become less volatile, and now we again become part of the human family. We always wanted that. We always wanted to be a part of, and so often we felt a part, like a, a part rather than a part of. Um, one of the, the lessons that we, we can attest to is alcoholism and drug addiction is a lonely business, Even though we could have been surrounded by people or even the people that loved us, we were trying to find emotional security, um, either by domination or by dependence upon others. Um, We vainly tried to secure, by unhealthy means, uh, either domination, dominating others, trying to control them, trying to get them to do exactly what we wanted them to do, um, or we were overly dependent. Uh, we needed them to do everything for us to, to fill out our, our forms and our taxes and, and to, or to get us meals or to buy our groceries. Or, and, and I'm not talking about our, uh, our, our most vulnerable population or our, our parents and our elderly. That's not. I, we were doing this on the couch in our 20s, in our 30s. We were being dependent or um, we were trying to dominate. And so often that was the pattern that we lived. And um, so one of my favorite passages comes from the big book. And this comes from page 82. And I, I love this passage. It says, The alcoholic, and I'll include the drug act, is like a tornado, roaring their way through the lives of others. Hearts are broken. Sweet relationships are dead. Affections have been uprooted. Selfish and inconsiderate habits have kept the home in turmoil. We feel a man or a person is unthinking when they say that sobriety is enough. They are like the farmer who comes up out of the cyclone cellar to find that his home is ruined. To his wife, he remarks, Don't see anything the matter here, Ma. Ain't it grand that the wind stopped blowing? everything is flat we can be like a tornado in the lives of others especially the lives of our loved ones hearts are broken because of our actions because of our lying because of our stealing because of our addiction because of our alcoholism hearts are broken sweet relationships are dead (coughs) some of our best friendships Some of the people we dated, some of the people that we even married, those relationships became dead because of our addiction and our alcoholism. But it says we're unthinking when we say, hey, I've stopped drinking, I've stopped using, that's enough. We're unthinking when we say that because it's like the farmer. He comes up out of the cyclone cellar and everything around him is flat. And he says, I don't see Anything the matter here, ma? Ain't it grand that the wind stopped blowing? Isn't it awesome? I stopped drinking. Even though there's carnage everywhere, broken relationships, sweet relationships are dead, hearts are broken, yet we we just smile and say, yeah, but I stopped using. I stopped drinking. Isn't that enough? I don't see anything else wrong here. There's much reconstruction that needs to happen. And the the, the steps give us the opportunity uh, to do that. When we go to make amends in the ninth step, it doesn't say that relationships will be restored. That's not the promise. Sometimes, often they are, sometimes they are not. But that's not the promise. We are there to clear our side of the street, we're there to do what we can to make the best of what we had wrecked and ruined the hearts that were broken, the uh, sweet relationships that are dead, we're in the process of trying to re-firm those up and take responsibility for our own action. And um, in the when we go to make amends in the ninth step in regards to relationships, and we've taken a look at them in the fourth step and then kind of shared about them in the fifth step, but in, in the, the ninth step we're doing an active active amends to other people. Um we ask the people that we we approach will you forgive me not that I'm sorry because one our apology our sorry was pretty sorry it didn't mean much we said we were sorry for everything and it didn't really count for much but I don't want to come in saying like holding the power by me asking will you forgive me I give the person who I've hurt, who I've damaged, I give them the ability to respond. I give them the power to say, yes, I forgive you, or no, I don't forgive you. But I've done everything in humility to say, I give this to you. What, what would you what would you have of this uh, situation, of this amend? Most people are very open and gracious and genuine about it. Um, but that's not guaranteed. And it's, it's not. They, we can't go away being sore. Another one in regards to if we really want to go a little further down that when we're paying back financial restitution, so often we're like, how we have to give our money up. The truth is the money was never ours. If we had stolen it, if we've taken it from others, we're actually, we're just giving back their money. It's not our money, but we sometimes get sore about that. That's sometimes when we're giving back to the person, what they previously possessed, that's what amends are about it's not about us giving up things because we took things and that's one of the ways you're able to restore relationships we have two scriptures that go along with this today the first one is from first thessalonians three twelve. may the lord make you your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else just as ours does for you we want our love to increase for one another in an active way, in a a service way. Our love increases for others. And then from Philippians 2, verses 3 through 4, do nothing out of selfish ambition. In humility, value others above yourself. Not looking for your own interest, but each for you to the interest of others. In other words, think about others before yourself. In humility, we value others above ourselves. In other words, we want to serve, we want to help other people it says in the in the concluding uh page of 164 in a vision for you we realize we know only a little but god god will constantly disclose more to you and to us ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the person who is still sick the answers will come if your own house is in order but obviously you cannot Transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with Him, and this time your relationship with God, is right. And great events will come to pass for you and countless others. That's how we love others. As great events come to pass for the people in our lives, as as we think others above ourselves. This is the great fact for us. Anytime the recovery literature says fact, pay attention. And it says it again and again. This is a great fact for us. Great events are going to come to pass for you and for countless others as we restore relationships and as we put others before us and as we love others through our service. Thank you so much for uh, for coming to Studio RC. May it be a blessing to you. And remember, Recovery Church, we have 12 steps, but one goal. God bless, and we'll see you next time.